Hi, this is Evan, and you're listening to Damsels in Detroit on Podcast Detroit. Hey, y'all. So we're on episode 11 of Damsels in Detroit. Once again, just moving right along. And I'm sitting here um, with Darian Cook of 12th and Viv. And hey. hey. And so she's a little nervous, y'all. I don't know why. <laughs> but everything's going to be fine. Talking. <laughs> everything's going to be fine. Okay? okay. So I'm going to read a little bit about you so people can kind of get a gist of who you are and what you do before we dive into our questions. Okay. Okay. So Darian Cook started her business, 12th and Viv, with her mom in 2015, specializing in making homemade candles, skincare products, and fragrances. After moving into an apartment that she took pride in, Darian will buy candles weekly. Although they were inexpensive, the cost started to add up because she was burning through them so quickly. One day, Darian decided to teach herself how to make a candle. That way, she could have control over the burn time and the scent of it. After she perfected her candles, Darian taught herself how to make body butters using her mom's mixer, and the rest is history. Darian's hard work has been paying off. Her products have been featured in the Michigan Chronicle, British Vogue, Divine Enthusiast, and Black Magazine. Hey! Hey! (laughs) (laughs) So like I said before, I love your products. I have quite a few of your candles now, and I... They're just so good. Like you burn them and the smell just lingers. And I use my little room spray all the time. Mm-hmm. So when I walk in, I'm just like, ooh, tranquility. The tranquility <laughs> lingers so long. Yes, but I love it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to hop right into our questions. So the first one I have for you is um, before you started your business, how many candles would you say that you were burning every week? So I would go to Dollar Tree mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would get like, Probably six or seven vanilla candles at okay. one time. And then um, they would just burn like an hour or two. And they yeah. were like super small to mm-hmm. me for a dollar. But I at one point just had an entire cabinet just from top to bottom just stacked with dollar store candles. Mm-hmm. And they would still go extremely fast. So I'm like, this is getting pointless at this right. point. I can't afford the super expensive candles mm-hmm. that I loved. So I was just buying those cheap ones, and I'm just like, they're just not cutting it at this point. They mm-hmm. smell good sometimes, but they weren't giving me what I wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then would you burn multiple ones at once, or were you just doing one at a time? I'd have, like, three in one room. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, three in the living room, two in the kitchen, mm-hmm. every bathroom had a candle. Okay. It was just getting expensive at this point. Because so. I never bought a candle from Dollar Tree because I always assume that you won't be able to smell it. Well, what happened was I used to work at a crepe restaurant waitressing. Okay. And they will always have these little vanilla candles. Okay. And I asked them where they got them from because they would smell really good. Okay. And they were like Dollar Tree. Okay. So then that's when I just got hooked on the candles mm-hmm. from Dollar Tree. And I'm like, you know, they smell decent okay. for a dollar. <laughs> right. So, good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so was the vanilla your favorite scent of candle or did you have one that you really, really liked aside from that one? Um, that was the best one Dollar Tree had. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, of course I love more like aromatherapy scents yeah. and, you know, lavender, things like that at first. But I think that was just the only good option they had. Of course they had like a mango tropical right. and those just always smell like, like petroleum jelly. I don't know. <laughs> it just never actually had a really good fragrance. Yeah. So I just stuck to that because I knew that one smelled good from okay. working. Stick to what you know. Stick mm-hmm. to the rivers and the lakes. That's <laughs> what I always say. <laughs> so where did the name 12th and Viv come from? Um, so I, when I first started making candles, mm-hmm. I was on Pinterest a lot. Okay. So I'm like, 
how can I figure out what I want to call this? So I ran across different names that, that were like a street name. Okay. Like something and something. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I, I want to stick with that. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to incorporate my grandmother in some type of way. And her name was Vivian. Okay. So I just basically, first I said something in Vivian. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, that sounds stupid too. So mm-hmm. I just cut the Vivian just to Viv. And then the 12th is just where she lived. Okay. So, you know, for years and years and years, she's lived on 12 Mile. But, I mean, I just put them together and it yeah. was just 12th and Viv and I just dedicated it to my grandmother. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. It sounds so Lux, like the street <laughs> name and then That's exactly what I wanted. I'm yeah. like, I just want like something type of avenue or just a street mm-hmm. name. And then I just came up with that. Yeah. And I figured, I was like, somebody's name has to be Vivian. But I was like, is it your middle name? Is it your mom's name? Yeah. And people <laughs> all the time are like, is it Vive? Is it like, what is it? And I'm like, it's just 12th and Viv. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, I have thought about changing it at times because, you know, I don't think as a business owner, you always like everything. Right. So sometimes you might get tired of it or you're like, should I have named this something different? And then, like, um, when my grandmother passed away, I'm like, I have to just no. stick to 12th yeah. and Viv. Like, this is hers. This right. is what I want to dedicate to her. So I just kept it at that. I love it. What a great dedication. I also did want to have a name that wasn't strictly about candles. Right. Like, in the beginning, all I did was candles. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, should I name it something lit or should I, you know, dedicate it strictly to right. candles? But I'm like, I want a brand. Yeah. So I just stuck with that because it could just be for everything mm-hmm. and not just, you know, a candle name. Yeah, that's a good idea, too, because you're not boxing yourself in. You're not limiting yourself. Like, literally, right. like, it could, 12th and Viv could be a clothing brand. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. I'm like, what if I get into clothes in the future? What if I get into this and that? So I'm like, I'm just going to name it something that's just, you know, could be broad and yeah. anything could fall under it mm-hmm. so shout out to your grandma thank you <laughs> <laughs> what is it like working with your mom <laughs> um some days is great because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that i have no clue about right. especially when it comes to like the finance portion of okay. owning a business and she was a legal a legal secretary for almost 20 years okay so she was just like really good at all of that you know the social media part she runs that okay. you know she does my website so that's all great. We do bump heads. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Because um, we had kind of a strained relationship in high school. Okay. When we started to get into this, our relationship got really close. Okay. And I'm thankful for yeah. that. But, of course, you know, it's just like working with your mom, right. doing anything. After a while, it's like, okay, you're getting on my nerves. Right. I get on her nerves all the time. Yeah. You know, she thinks that. Sometimes she's overworked. Sometimes I'm overworked, and we're like certain, certainly button heads at times. But I don't think it's nothing that's just unbearable. Right? <laughs> it's just I like mean, working with your mom. Yeah, I was gonna say because at the end of the day, that's still your mom, but that's also like your business partner. So I can see how it's like you can you can try to separate the two, but you mm-hmm. really can't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that you can. You can't just be like this is. You're not my mom between the hours of nine to five. <laughs> like that's not how that works. And I've asked her like several times. Like, can you take the mom hat off yeah. and put like a friendship hat on or a mm-hmm. business partner hat on for me? Or even if it's just like if I want to vent about my relationship or just anything, I'm like, take mom hat off. Yeah. For one moment. Okay. Because I don't want a biased opinion about right. anything. I just want you to be my friend for once and mm-hmm. you know give me advice that way. Okay. So then she's transitioned to that too because okay. that took a minute. Yeah. So. I can imagine. It's it's hard. My mom still doesn't look at me like a grown person. She's just my little baby. Exactly. Like, no. And I don't think she sees <laughs> me as her little baby. She's well, maybe maybe she does. Mm-hmm. She doesn't treat me like a baby, but she's still overprotective in a yeah. lot of things, which she always has been. 
But now that I have a daughter, it's like, okay, I, I yeah. get it now. I get right. why you were overprotective with this, this, and that because yeah. now I'm exactly the same, the way. same way. And I have to pull myself back at times, like stop over, you know, analyzing everything. Mm-hmm. Stop, you know, thinking too hard. Just let her be a child. Right. And, you know, they have to bump their heads sometimes. Yeah. So she has to do the same thing. <laughs> Can you talk about your candle making process? So when you have mm-hmm. an idea for a new scent, how do you kind of get that idea out in the world? And then um, how do you package it as well? And then sell it. So I want to know, like, from ideation to selling. Um, Sometimes, like, I'll dream about certain scents. Like, mm-hmm. this would be so amazing together. And it'll be the oddest combination of things. But I'll just play with things. So we have in our studio an entire wall of just fragrances okay like a million of them Mm -hmm. and sometimes we'll just go in there and you know open up a bottle put our finger inside put a swatch on our hand and put something else with it smell it see if it smells good together sometimes i'll be in target or home goods and i'll see a candle with a certain combination of fragrances and i'm like i want to go home and try that and see if it smells good when i do it okay and a lot of times it does or it smells even better because mm-hmm. store-bought candles sometimes are not as strong as I want them to be. Right. I feel like mine are way stronger. Yeah. So I'll just go home and play with certain ideas and they ended up coming up good. Some of them come out terrible. Mm-hmm. Like I made a candle a couple weeks ago with a lot of pineapple in it and my mom hated it. <laughs> she was like, that smelled horrible. It gave me a headache. Oh, no. So we also always test it at home first. Okay. Um, we'll burn it. Maybe she'll take one home i'll have one at home mm-hmm. we both burn and give our feedback if we hate it we just scrap it okay um my stepdad well our studio is at my mom's house mm-hmm. he'll even go in my studio and just start mixing fragrances <laughs> together so he made my new halt candle okay um so he just put like some grapefruit together and just some other fragrances that did not go together and mm-hmm. it came out smelling great so oh, wow we just play with different stuff and see what smells good so what about the body butters? And I know you have like beer bombs and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So how do you make those? Oh, and I didn't tell you about the candle making process either. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, as far as the body butter, so um, I feel like we try to stick to like a fragrance in each category. So mm-hmm. we'll have like a woody fragrance, a fruity fragrance, a natural smelling fragrance. And we tried to tell ourselves not to go overboard with too many scents because okay. – now we just have a million different body butters, and some of them may not even sell, and now we just have a bunch of them at right. home. So we really just stick to, like, fruity, woody, natural. So it's, like, Maui, which is fruity, mm-hmm. honey almond, which is our natural, Detroit is our woody smell. Okay. We also have um, men's body butters, so we, like— um we do those after like designer scents, like a Gucci Guilty inspired, okay. Chanel Blue inspired, John Paul Gaultier. Mm-hmm. So we just play with those too, and guys love them. Yeah. So um, of course, with making body butter, you start with all your oils. So you melt down some shea butter and coconut oil. We add all our organic oils like jojoba, mm-hmm. almond, castor oil, some vitamin E. So we melt all those down, we freeze it, and then after it's frozen, we whip it in the mixer. Okay. And it looks like whipped cream. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. And that's then, interesting. Uh, and then as far as beer bomb, so that's just my little project I made myself. Mm-hmm. So um, same process, melting down all the butter and the oil together. 
but you pour it hot. Okay. And then it just dries like a bomb. Gotcha. So instead of whipping it up, it's just like a complete smooth bomb you could just stick your hand into. So you pour it into the container or canister when it's hot. Exactly. Okay. Yep. So we just um, pour it into like these little gold tins. Okay. And then they just dry really smooth. Okay. And, so you um, don't have to do any like transferring. Like, okay, I made it all in this one big pot right. and now I have, okay, gotcha. Yep. So you just double boil it, you mm-hmm. know, melt it down and just pour it. It's pretty simple. Okay. And then for the candles, I know you have to do... Do you have to do any, like, freezing for those? Or is it the same mm-hmm. thing, like, you pour the stuff in when it's hot? Right. So okay. we use soy wax. So we would um, pour the soy flakes into, um, like, it's like a pitcher, mm-hmm. a metal pitcher for candle making. Okay. So you just measure, you know, your cups out, melt it down. Um, once it's at, like, 185 degrees, we add our fragrance in. Okay. Um, then we let it cool. And then once it's at, like, 135, mm-hmm. we just pour it into the candle jars that are already pre-wicked that okay. we do. Um, and then we just let it dry. Um, we did find that we do our candle making in two sessions. Okay. So we'll like pour it halfway, let it dry, mm-hmm. and then go back off and top it off and it dries really smooth. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just love them. And then how do you <laughs> make sure that the fragrance is actually strong? Because I feel like sometimes that I've, I've gone and bought candles from the store and like you mm-hmm. said, like they're not, they don't burn like how you want them to. They smell really good. But when you, as mm-hmm. soon as you light it, it's like, well, where did the scent go? Exactly. So how do you make sure that yours are really fragrant? Um, It's just all about me- making sure your measurements are correct. Okay. So, um, of course, we measure, but we always add an extra scoop okay. <laughs> of our fragrance in just to make sure the the hot throw and the cold throw are both really strong. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not burning it, it's still, you know, you can smell it in the house. Right. Or even if you decide to burn it, it's still strong. But we just add, like, a little extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, I mean, I guess for store-bought candles, they probably don't do that just because of cost. Right. So I guess that's just the good part about being an at-home business or just a small local business. Mm-hmm. We are able to just, you know— handcraft everything perfectly instead right. of just manufacturing so big. Right. So how many scents do you guys have right now? Um, we probably, candle-wise, have maybe about six to eight. Okay. I can't really remember off the mm-hmm. top of my head. Um, we used to have way more than that, and we just figured – it would be more cost effective if we just focused on everything that's popular mm-hmm. instead of just making a million different things that we like. Sometimes people don't like what we like. Right. And now we just have, you know, candles just sitting on the shelf not being sold. So, you know, just to cut costs, we just stick to these basic ones that we not basic, but, right. you know, the ones that everybody loves. Yeah. And then sometimes with our little gold tins that we have that are four ounces, we'll like play with extra scents on those mm-hmm. just so it's not, you know, so much loss if they don't get sold. So as far as the gold tins, are those recyclable? Because when I burned through <laughs> my my Tranquility one, I was like, I feel like I'm not supposed to throw this away. But I threw it away. But I felt bad because I'm like, I feel like yeah. you should have recycled it. I mean, of course, you can make it a jewelry holder. I mean, you okay. just, I would say just to um, – I've seen online where people like boil, like put it in some hot water mm-hmm. and then the, the extra wax will come out of okay. it. And then people make it a jewelry container. I've seen people use it as an ashtray before. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can – Really make it anything you really want mm-hmm. it to be. I have at home an entire cabinet of basically burned down candles that just have a little bit of wax mm-hmm. left. And I invested in one of those candle warmers. Okay. So once it's gone, I still got a little bit of wax. I just throw it on there and it'll still light my house up. Okay. So then when it's completely gone, then I can recycle it and remake me a candle or make it 
Okay. Like a jewelry holder or something like that. Okay, because that's what I was wondering. I was like, there's still wax in here, but every time mm-hmm. I light it, like the, the... The wig is gone. Yeah, the wig <laughs> is gone. So I'm just like, well, what do I do? <laughs> and it's a struggle with that, too. Like, we play with maybe three or four different wicks. Mm-hmm. So when I first started making candles, I saw online the wooden wicks. Okay. So I strictly wanted wooden wicks because it was different from what everybody else yeah. had. And almost lit my house on fire. Oh, <laughs> with no. <laughs> so at first they were like not staying lit at all. And then I used to put two together and mm-hmm. then the flame would just be like to too the ceilings. <laughs> like it yeah, would no. just be too much. So then one time I had an entire candle light on fire in my house and I'm like, this is a hassle. That is scary. <laughs> I don't want this to happen in anybody's house. And yeah. I'm, you know, and they're looking at me like you literally had my house burn on fire. Right. So cut those. Um, then we play with um, other wicks and the the base of the wick is kind of higher. Mm-hmm. So you're, you know, your wax is still sitting at the bottom and you have no wick left, but then it burns even all the way, way around. And then after a while, I'm like, you're not going to have everything. You're right. going to have it burn right have a little bit of wax left or, you know, you have this little cheap wick and then it's floating in your wax now. So right. it took us a while just to figure out what we were actually going to do as far as wicks. And the wicks we have now are great. They may not burn all the way to the bottom of mm-hmm. the candle, but I do feel like they burn even all the yeah. way around and you get most out of your candle. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite scent that you guys have made so far? My favorite is white tea. Okay. Oh, yeah, that was the one I smelled at the <laughs> um the expo. Yes. And I'm like, that's the one I'm going to get next. So I love white tea and lemon ginger right now. Mm-hmm. And my favorites change all the time. Yeah. used to be tranquility at one point. Mm-hmm. It used to be weekend at one point. And, you know, they change all the time just because I feel like when I'm burning something too much, it'll start to give me a headache. Okay. So I try to just switch it up. Yeah. So... I think right now, white tea and lemon ginger. I like more natural yeah. smelling candles. The lemon ginger one, I bought that one when you were at the expo. Mm-hmm. And I just smelled it the other day. And I was just like, hmm, can't wait. That one makes me it. so happy. <laughs> I know. I love ginger. Like, I'm, like, obsessed with it. So yes. I was just like, oh, I have to get this one. So I'm burning a lavender vanilla one right now. But mm-hmm. that's almost done because I also light a candle every day. Yes. So <laughs> once that one is done, I'll be lighting the lemon ginger. So my yes. house can smell like that. It's a good cleaning candle, too. Yeah, I was going to say. Especially with lemon. I feel like anything lemon just gets me, like, upbeat Mm -hmm. and just wanting to clean the house. So if I'm in that mood, I'll definitely burn lemon ginger Mm -hmm. as a candle. Do you have an idea of, I guess, your most popular scent for your customers? Like, what is the one where Mm -hmm. you're always selling out and the one that people are always asking for? Probably Tranquility is my top seller as far as candles. Mm -hmm. Weekend is probably number two. Um, as far as body butter, my honey almond sells more than anything mm-hmm. just because men and women love it both. Yeah. And, you know, I just feel like I use it on my daughter. Mm-hmm. Anybody can really use honey almond. It just smells really natural. Yeah. So that one's probably my fave. And as far as sprays, Tranquility is probably the top seller yeah, of my sprays, I'm too. <laughs> I I just love it. Like, ugh. Love men it. love it too. Like mm-hmm. that's like my top men candle in Detroit because it's kind of woody. Okay, but um, I just I don't know. Everybody's so different. Everybody loves something different. Some yeah. people just love woody stuff, and I'm like, I thought you would hate it, and, right? And they love it. So I get shocked by people all the time about mm-hmm. what they like. Yeah. Um. So speaking of your daughter. Um, I just love when you post your little Instagram stories of her because I'm like, she seems like a fun time. She's like 16 going on 40 right now. I don't know how old she is. She's supposed to be two. But She's a hot mess. You, do you think that she inspires you with the work that you do? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like growing up, 
I didn't really have a sense of direction, so okay. I didn't really figure out a career path until I really started making candles. Mm-hmm. I was just working for everybody, like, back-to-back, different jobs. So now I feel like I found my purpose, mm-hmm. and I want to be able to pass that down to her. Yeah. Even if she doesn't want it, I do want to still have an option to give it to her. So right. it's, it's so important for me to keep going and not to give up on this sometimes because I'm like, I have to be able to give my daughter something. I have to show her that I'm strong and, yeah. you know, that I'm willing to put in the work for her to not have to worry about anything or struggle ever. Mm -hmm. So she's very important to my everyday life, period. Mm -hmm. Like, I... She's the reason I have, I get up and go to work sometimes. I'm like, I just want to call off so bad. Mm-hmm. I know I need to check. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I, I think she she makes me value life more. Okay. Sometimes I think before you have a child, you know, every, every day is just, like, different. Mm-hmm. But when you have a child, you're like, this is important for me to even, you know, drive different, for me to just act different when I'm out and about because I have to be able to go home to my daughter. And right. I, I don't want anything to ever take me away from her. Yeah. So it's just important for me to just just be cautious at all times and just be able to get home to my daughter safe. Yeah. It just makes me value everything different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does she help you make candles sometimes too? She <laughs> is now starting to help me. Okay. Um, she makes a mess at times, <laughs> but she's always willing to scoop the wax out okay. or she wants to pour. She wants to stir every time we make candles. I need a spoon. I want a spoon. <laughs> I want to stir. And then recently, I helped. Um, she helped me make scrubs. Aww. So it became a, a mess. <laughs> but you know, she actually did pretty good. Mm-hmm. She was adding rose petals for me and okay. just different things. She's. I think by the time she's probably five, she'll actually probably know how to do yeah. it in a serious way, without burning herself, of yes. course. But I think she'll be really good at it. She's like far more advanced than any two-year-old that I mm-hmm. personally know. She talks fluently. She speaks entire sentences. Yeah. She's very smart. So I feel like she will actually be able to pick up on it, you know, eventually. A baby entrepreneur. I, I think love it. so. <laughs> she loves ballet right now. That's just her thing. She yeah. She comes home every single day and puts on the same tutu. <laughs> and I'll put ballet videos on YouTube. And she'll, like, teach herself the dances. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows arabesque and all of these different okay. names. Like, she is getting advanced mm-hmm. at it, and she's just doing it at home. So yeah. I'm like, this kid is so smart. YouTube will teach you every. That is so, like, why pay for ballet lessons when you why have pay for anything when you have YouTube? That's what taught me how to make candles mm-hmm. is YouTube, sitting on there for hours. And I'm like, all right, let me go to Michael's tomorrow right, and figure this. this out. And I did. What was your first experience, like, making a candle? Like, was it disastrous? Was it really easy? Was the scent how you wanted it to be? So when I first started making candles, I didn't know that you had to actually buy, like, candle oils. Like, there's actual candle oils curated by, you know, candle companies. And they still have essential oils. Mm -hmm. But originally, I'm like, I'm just going to go to Whole Foods and buy some lavender essential oils and peppermint. Okay. And then what I did was I went to Michael's, bought this huge kit. Stayed in my kitchen, added all these essential oils, wasted so much of it, Mm -hmm. and it came out smelling like absolutely nothing. Okay. It smelled like nothing at all. And then I'm like, okay, this is not what's supposed to go in a candle. (laughs) You're not supposed to just add essential oils. Mm -hmm. It has no throw at all for the scent. So they came out looking great. They just didn't smell where they like ba- they were basically tea light candles at that <laughs> point. Like these are just to stay lit and right. not smell like anything. Okay. So it probably took me a couple of weeks. I went to find like different candle websites, find the different scents that I thought I wanted to make. Mm-hmm. I bought like hazelnut coffee at first. Okay. And it gave me a complete headache. Wow. So <laughs> I didn't know. Like you have to like 
you know, play with different things until you find something that works. Mm-hmm. And did it give you a headache because it was too strong? Or Just like my entire house smells like coffee right now. Okay. Why did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> like, I like how coffee smells, but I, I can't it. drink it. I just... Well, I've had two cups drinker. of coffee today. Wow. Already. <laughs> and it is noon. Does it really wake? Do you feel energized after you drink it? or I personally love the, love the taste of coffee okay. more than anything. Um I don't even notice that it wakes me up. Sometimes it's like I'm just maybe addicted to it. Right. And I'm like, I just need coffee to just get my day Drinking started. It, I have it, yeah. So every day at work, I'm like, I have to have a coffee while I'm driving to work mm-hmm. in a cup. And then I have to have one when I get to work, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just an addiction at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it know. might be. I know that's a real thing, caffeine addiction. Like, um, I had a teacher in high school. She actually got, like, really, like, splitting headaches if she didn't have a I coffee. too. Oh. And it would like tear my stomach up, and I will torture myself every single day. Because with it. at this point, it's like, do I want my stomach to hurt for a little while or have a splitting headache? Which one? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, if I don't have it, I'm like, what am I doing? Why mm-hmm. don't I have a cup of coffee right now? I don't know. I just need it every <laughs> single day. <laughs> so you're also working as a full time esthetician, right? Well, I did go to school to be a esthetician. Mm-hmm. I took my state boards, got my license, and then did nothing with it. Okay. So I didn't have a clientele mm-hmm. built already. And at the time, I was, like, dead broke. Okay. I had no money. I was working part-time at Gordon Food Services okay. as a cashier when uh-huh. I was an esthetician. So it paid me less than minimum wage. I was making, like, seven-something an hour, uh-huh. cleaning up bathrooms at the end of the night. Okay. And I'm like, something has to shake. I need money. Right. So I did abandon being an esthetician. That was in 2010. Okay. I um met the owner of Beans and Cornbread um, being a cashier at GFS, and he was like, come work for me. Be mm-hmm. a waitress, you know, a hostess. So I went— there and I stayed for like years okay. as a waitress and then I ended up being a manager there. So the entire esthetician thing just got lost okay. after a while. And then I would do like my friend's eyebrows every now and then mm-hmm. or just like waxing or facials just okay. for family and friends. Right. But it never really went anywhere. And I just started kind of using the tools that I learned right. being an esthetician with this business, mm-hmm. with, you know, skincare and things like that, knowing what, you know, what to do, what right. not to do, what not to put on your skin. But um, I never, honestly, like, I feel like I wasted eight ten thousand mm-hmm. $10,000 going to school for it because I never actually utilized it. And then I kind of, not regret it, but I do wish that I would have just waited it out. Okay. But financially, I didn't have an option yeah. at the time. I'm like, I have to make money. And then as a waitress, I was making so much money mm-hmm. every single day, and I'm like, there's no way I can just take time off of this just to go and try to build clientele right. and maybe have $50 a day. I don't, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, I just have to let it go for now. Yeah. And if I come back to it later on, I'll just have to do that. Right. You have to do what works for you. But I also like that you said that you're using those tools in your company mm-hmm. now. Because I think that that is important. I mean, like, you have body butters. Yeah. You have beer bombs. So you have that expertise and that knowledge, which I think mm-hmm. definitely makes your company more, like, Super high up on my list because you know what you're doing. It's not like, I mean, yes. It's a it's, random person just making body right. butter in the kitchen. You know, like you don't know anything about like what's supposed to go on my skin or what can make my hair grow or like what right. will dry my skin out. So, And even now I have to do a lot of research. I mean, because that was um, nine years ago when right. I was in school. So, of course, I still have to study different oils that mm-hmm. I can and cannot use on skin or 
you know, what's beneficial, what's not. Mm-hmm. Like, am I just wasting the oil just putting this in here because yeah. it's not, you know, affecting anything with their skin? So I spend a lot of time at my day job mm-hmm. um, just reading about different things, reading different blogs of people who do skincare or yeah. candle making or just, you know, everything in general. I have to do a lot of research mm-hmm. before I even go to put it on. And then I have to test it on myself. Right. And my, you know, family before I actually let people use it. Mm-hmm. Like my fiance has a beer. I make him test the beer bomb before I actually started selling it. Right. And it was amazing on him. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is actually good. I put, you know, castor oil in it to make his beer grow. Or, you know, mm-hmm. different things, jojoba is making it shine. Right. So I think, you know, just being in school and, you know, doing my research both help. Yeah. Research is definitely a big thing. I love people that will look some stuff up, okay? Because. You have to, though. I mean, it's, 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 you don't trust yourself going into skincare blind. Like, mm-hmm. you cannot just sell anything. Yeah. And you don't know what it's doing for people because right. that can be really damaging to Seriously. anybody. So I think it's really important that you do your research yeah. before you even sell anything. Mm-hmm. And your skin, that's not a... that's. Mm-mm. That's yeah. nothing to play with. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I struggle with skin problems myself. I mean, I've had acne since I was in 11th grade mm-hmm. really bad. So now I'm finally getting my skin back together. And I know. Great. Thanks. <laughs> no, <it does>. <laughs> <laughs> I know what to put on my skin and what not to put on my skin. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's mainly from being in school. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, you still took some things away from it. So that's yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> So you've been featured in quite a few magazines and publications. So we mentioned British Vogue yes. and the Michigan Chronicle and a couple others. Mm-hmm. So how does it feel for you to have your products recognized in some in publications like those? Um, Sometimes it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will be happy in the beginning because I'm like, this is going to matter. And sometimes it just doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like sometimes you'll be in these major magazines and nobody really cares. Right. I mean, it's it's hard sometimes because I'll get excited for myself and then I get discouraged sometimes because like I'm in British Vogue and this post has no likes on it. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes it gets difficult, but I think in the end you have to believe in yourself because right. I'm like, I'm personally happy that mm-hmm. I made this accomplishment because I had no idea making this in my kitchen a couple years ago that right. a major publication would reach out to me. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was a scam at first. <laughs> I thought when I saw the email pop in my inbox, I was at work and I'm like, British Vogue. Right. Like, who is playing on my Gmail? The, the <laughs> email said collaboration with 12th and Viv and I'm like, Psst. Mm-hmm. This is fake. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, let me do my Google. So I broke down everything in the email, the lady's name it came from, the the address that's, you know, in the mm-hmm. the um, footer of the email. I Googled everything and everything came out to be, you know, coming back to that's accurate. Right. You know, email me. It's, it's real. Nobody's catfishing you mm-hmm. and try to just get money out of you or anything. Yeah. So um, I asked my mom if she thought it was real, and she said no. She was like, I'm not doing that. They probably want money. I'm not getting involved. Mm-hmm. This looks fake. And I started emailing them back and forth, and it turned out to be real. And yeah. I was, you know, ecstatic mm-hmm. <laughs> that they even wanted to work with me. And they said they found us on social media. Yay. They thought that our product um, fit the aesthetic of, you know, what they stood for, or what they put in their publication. Mm-hmm. So, And it does. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and it feels great. Sometimes it's like, you know, I feel happy for myself, but I don't think other people are as happy as I am for myself. Mm-hmm. And that part gets a little sad, but I know all my friends are extremely proud of me. Yeah. My family is so proud of me. They mm-hmm. repost everything. And I think that's what matters the most. After a while, I'm like, 
you have to stop relying on social media yeah. to validate your business because clearly somebody else is seeing it mm-hmm. and it means something to them. Right. So, um, and that's really all that matters to mm-hmm. me in the end. Michigan Chronicle was great. Brandon Hunter reached mm-hmm. out to me. I didn't really know who he was at first. Yeah. I didn't meet him till last year. Okay. And um, he asked me if I would donate candles for their 40, was it 40 under oh, 40 Oh, yeah, the 40 event. under 40. So we did um, little mini candles for their gift bags. That's and nice. And then he ended up, you know, just following up with me, right. purchasing my product out of his own pocket. And then he wanted to write an article on me. And, you know, that came out great, too. Yeah. So that made me happy. And then um, most recently, the um, Black Magazine, they Mm -hmm. reached out a couple weeks ago for an interview. So we just did that with them. Mm -hmm. And that should be coming out soon as well. Wonderful. Thank you. But to speak to the support thing, like I understand what you mean. Like everybody, everybody wants people to support them and Mm -hmm. stuff. But it's like you have to reciprocate. Like if I retweet your stuff, like it's okay for you to tell somebody else Mm -hmm. to like, oh, Evan has a podcast. Like, I don't know. You just want people to be, like you said, be happy for you. But you also don't want to rely too much on that because exactly. people are fickle. <laughs> you know? After a while, you have to tell yourself, like, these people don't owe you anything. Right. So, you know, they really only want to see what's funny or what's controversial. If yeah. you have something that you want to sell, sometimes they're tired of looking at what you are trying to sell to them. They right. don't always want to retweet your product. Then they don't owe you anything. Mm-hmm. So I had to tell myself that after a while, like, you know. It's great if they do retweet it. Yeah. If they don't, it's they not the you, end of the world. Oh, you jack. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't owe them anything mm-hmm. either. So. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, I think, like you said, you have the support of your family and your friends. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's really what matters because right. those are the people that you come in contact with every day. Those are the ones that are exactly. going to be honest. Because somebody else could just be like, I love your stuff or I love what you're doing. And then turn around and be like, whoo. I don't. Exactly. And just tell somebody else the complete opposite. And I had that happen at work to me. So I had a girl who was buying stuff from me on a regular basis mm-hmm. and telling me, you know, how much she loved it. And then a coworker came up to me and said, I overheard her, you know, really talking bad about your business oh, no. and, you know, just saying really mean things. And, you know, she thinks her stuff is all that, blah, blah, blah. And... I'm like, but you were just buying it a week right. ago. So now what you is it? now you think it's bad. Mm-hmm. You clearly can't think it's that bad because, yeah. you know, you're buying it on a regular basis. You're commenting on all my posts saying yeah. how great it is. So I'm like, I just don't need that negative energy. Right. I just ended up blocking her, mm-hmm. you know, off my so- social media. I mean, I haven't sold any. Well, actually, I have sold to her after that, which is odd <laughs> enough. And she asked my fiance, like, why won't she talk to me anymore? And he's like, you're going to have to ask her that. Right. So, I mean, I just don't like... All of that negative energy. Yeah. If you like my product, great. But if you don't, just don't buy it. Right. <laughs> you know, just and you don't owe me anything to buy my stuff. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I just don't want it around. Yeah. No, home. I get it. But yeah. I personally love your things. Okay. Genuinely. <laughs> and I was telling my friends, like, I sent them the link to your page because mm-hmm. we were talking about something. Well, I think I was talking about the spray that I had. And mm-hmm. my friend was like, oh, because she just moved to D.C. Mm-hmm. So she was like, can you please send me the link? And I'm like, absolutely. Oh, thank sure you. But, yeah. It. I try to ju- I try to practice word of mouth because I don't know I feel like I'm a reliable source you know I'm I think to tell you people <laughs> like when my mom first I think my mom discovered your page mm-hmm. before I did and she was like I want to send this girl some stuff oh, so I'm like you, oh mom. I'm down for it <laughs> so she like put a whole care package together she was like is this okay and I'm like that's it was so fine. cute <laughs> that pink box I was like I love this thank you <laughs> how does she know and even the, before I even opened this stuff up the box smelled good so I'm mm-hmm. like alright I already know what the deal is thank you yeah, a lot of people <laughs> say that all the time like, I can smell it you know I haven't 
even cracked it open yet. Mm-hmm. And that's important to me. That makes me feel good a lot because I do worry. I mean, you're always worried. Like, yeah. they, like people blindly ordering your things, you mm-hmm. don't know if they're actually going to like it or not. So when we do hear great feedback, it just really feels good. I'm like, okay, let me yeah. keep going. Let me not give up on this because mm-hmm. it's times where my mom is like, I am fed up with this. I don't want to do it anymore. You know, it's cutting into my pocket. Right. You know, and I have a daughter, of course, and I work a full-time job at the same time. Yeah. And she doesn't. So sometimes I think I will put too much on her okay. because I have a lot going on. And right. it'll, you know, weigh on her a lot. So, and I'll feel bad, you know, after a while. So I have to tell her, like, if you need a break, you know, you can take a break from mm-hmm. it. You're not forced to stay in here. So then I think she'll just take a little breather and she'll <laughs> she'll be fine again, you know, packaging things. And I think she overworks herself because she's so obsessed with the packaging and yeah. the labels and how it looks. There's a scratch on the label. Mm-hmm. It's wrinkled. It's a bubble in this label. And, you know, she's like super anal about all of okay. that. And I think she stresses herself out. Yeah. About it, but I think it's good to have somebody like that That's because oriented. now I'm in vogue because her right. she's so anal with the packaging and how this product looks because they didn't smell it at first they mm-hmm. just knew it was cute right so yeah go mom <laughs> <laughs> hey mom right so I'm gonna um, ask you a few questions from our listeners oh we got some um yes we got a few so one of them I already asked you. Um, it was how do you come up with the sense for your products, but you answered that earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, Asma Walton from Instagram says, how do candles make you feel and why are you drawn to making candles? Candles just have like this vibe that you just can't get, mm-hmm. you know, from anything else in your house sometimes. Yeah. Like, I would come home from a long day at work and then just, you know, lighting my candle and cleaning up or cooking with a candle lit just yeah. made me feel good. You know, it just... It just had this positive energy around it. Mm-hmm. I can't really explain it, but I knew, you know, every day I just wanted to come home. I wanted to light my candles. Mm-hmm. It relaxed me. You know, it made my house smell good. It made me take pride in my house. Yeah. You know, we had guests over. They would come in. It would smell good. Or, you know, they can just relax a little better with just, you know, twinkles of light around. Right. It made my house smell really good. So that just started my obsession with them and that's just why I like them a lot. They yeah. just always made me feel good. Mm-hmm. And you don't I mean besides like body products, you don't really have anything else, you know, in your house that just makes you feel good besides right. candles. So that's why I stuck to that. Mm-hmm. So A Home Secrets from Instagram. Her name is Angelica. She's also in the process of making her own products. Mm-hmm. Um so she had quite a I'm not going to say quite a few because it was like three questions. (laughs) Okay. But I was so happy she sent all of them because they were really good ones. Yeah. Um, But her first one was during your trial and error period, did you ever feel like you weren't doing something right and wanted to give up after putting so much work into it? Yeah, as soon as that candle lit on fire, I was like, you know what? (laughs) I don't know about this. (laughs) So, I mean, it was an entire trial and error. Like first, you know, I was doing those little silver tins Mm -hmm. that everybody kind of starts off with. Right. And I always thought they looked, not to offend anybody, but I thought they looked kind of cheap. Okay. So I'm like, but I didn't have the money to buy the the tins or the containers that I wanted. So I had to get it going some type of way. Right. But um, having my mom come in, she was kind of like my financial backbone at first. And that kind of helped me keep going and okay. not give up on it because she's like... First, she thought it was going to be a hobby. Okay. And then she knew they smelled really good when I gave her samples of everything. So mm-hmm. she was like, okay, I believe in this. Okay. I put my own money behind it, and that kind of made me keep going. 
And then when I got pregnant with my daughter, I also took a break at that time. Like, I don't know if I can, you know, get, keep this going. You know, mm-hmm. I'm tired. I don't have the energy for it. And then she was like, well, teach me how to make the candles. Okay. And I taught my mom how to make them. Then she learned how to make the body butter. And I feel like that kind of kept me going. But for the people who don't not necessarily have, like, a business partner, right? if you really want it, I feel like you'll stick with it. Um, but it's times you'll question yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is kind of hard. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. I'm using my own money at this point. It's it's just something that you have to want. Like, right. if this is just something that you think is trendy, mm-hmm. you know, like, I just want to make candles because this is the new thing to do. Everybody's doing it. Everybody is benefiting financially from it. You can't really go off of that. Mm-hmm. You actually have to love them. You actually right. have to, even if it's not candles, you have to love what you're doing. Otherwise, it's going to be so easy to give up on it yeah. and go to the next thing. So, you know, if you really want it, I feel like you'll stick to it and, you know, you won't give up on it so easy. And, you know, try all the different vendor events and, you know, have people actually try it in person. Right. And that'll give you some feedback because, you know, of course, we did the Women's Expo mm-hmm. or, you know, the Women's Show and people love it. Yeah. So I was getting so much good feedback. I'm like, OK, I think this is something I can keep working with and I can keep going. Um, But if you're not getting any good feedback, you know, change your formula around or, yeah. you know, Google other people's recipes or, you know, just just play with different stuff and see mm-hmm. what works. And if it doesn't work, just move on to the next one. Yeah. So her second question is um, when she makes candles, she keeps um, they're only burning on one side. So mm-hmm. she wants to know how she can resolve that issue. Um, you might want to check the wicks that you're using. Try something different. Um, we use now like a flat cotton braided wick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that one it's wide enough for it to burn even all the way around. And, you know, you're not going to have a perfect candle every single time. Right. But um, we found that one was the most beneficial for the candle. We also use, like, the regular skinny, I guess there's a cotton wick, too. Mm-hmm. But um, we had a lot of issues with those. They were only burning in the middle. Okay. Or they would um, come loose, like, from the bottom of the container, and then they would just be floating in my wax. So then Mm -hmm. you have no wick left in your candle at that point. So I would say just to try different wicks. And um, they have a lot of different websites where they'll send you sample packs of different wicks. So I would say just to play with all of them, maybe just make one candle with each of those and see which one burns the best. Um, and just to make sure that you have your wick center right in the middle, because mm-hmm. it's easy for it to dry crooked. Like, you'll put it in the middle at first, and then it'll be like, er, okay, lean to the side. <laughs> so, and then once it's lean to the side, it's only going to really burn on that side. Okay. So, you just have to make sure all of that is in order. So technical. <laughs> it it becomes, becomes a lot. And we also use, like, this little... um. Those little handheld blow torches mm-hmm. that you'll get from like a smoke shop or yeah. for hookah. And we also found that sometimes our candles weren't drying smooth. They would be kind of bumpy sometimes. Okay. And that depends on a lot where you're drying it. Like you can be in a room that's too cold mm-hmm. and it'll come out uneven. Or if you're somewhere that's too hot, it's not going to dry fast enough. Mm-hmm. So we, um, you know, kind of invested in those little things. And if it does come out imperfect, we can just you know, fire over the top of it, and then it's, it's smooth drying. Out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Then her last question was, um, when you first started, how many different fragrances did you have, and then how many did you make of each? Mm, I probably, I had, like, mint mojito, mm-hmm. the hazelnut coffee, okay. um, like a fruity one. What else? 
it was probably oh, like uh, clean cotton. I like stuck with like super basic things yeah. in the beginning. And I have none of those right now. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't like them anymore. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's fine to change different fragrances. If they're not working for you, if they're not selling, just move on to something else. Right. You know, mix different things. You don't have to just stick with, you know, what you purchase from the website. You don't have to just pour that one. You can always mix your fragrances and see what works. And sometimes they may not sound like they go together, mm-hmm. but, you know, in the end they do. Right. And then in the beginning, I wasn't making like a hundred candles I can only make what my money would buy right so I would probably make maybe five to ten of each one and see how they sold Mm -hmm. and then you know just go from there of course now like if I have a major event coming up I'll make like 40 of every candle okay and then um sell them like that but in the beginning I mean you can only make what you what you have right Mm-hmm. Better to be safe than sorry, too, especially if you yeah. have a larger event. But I like what you said. Work with what you got, girl. And if if you know, like, people are loving, like, two out of your six, make more of your popular scents. Yeah. And then just make a couple of the other ones that mm-hmm. are, you know, maybe only a few people like. Mm-hmm. And just focus on what's going to make you some money. Right. So just, you know, mass produce those and maybe just make a couple of the others. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So Taylor Harl from Instagram, um, she has a question about your body butters. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to know, is there a cure for everyone's skin type? Is clear skin a possibility for everybody? Um. Well, I don't know if she was referring like to her face. Mm-hmm. I don't personally use any body butter on my face because okay. it's going to be so oily and yeah. I already have problematic skin. Like mm-hmm. the moment it's super oily, I have bumps. Okay. But as far as your skin, like I have an aunt who has psoriasis really bad and she uses my unscented body butter. Okay. And that works really, really good for her. Um, we also have people, of course, that have eczema that use it, but I just always encourage people to do unscented mm-hmm. um, just because you don't want any of, you know, sometimes the fragrances, they do have essential oils, but some of them have alcohol in it. Yeah. So you don't want to put that if you have really sensitive skin. Mm-hmm. So if you just want it to be smooth and clear, I would just use like an unscented butter. Okay. And our um, body butter has really great oils. It has shea butter, coconut oil, almond, jojoba, castor oil, vitamin E. Mm-hmm. So those are great too. So okay. I would just use that with no scent. Okay. She also had two more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, she wanted to know, are all of your candles skin safe and how is that determined? And then she also wanted to know if the candles from Bath and Body Works were skin safe. Um, well, my candles are soy, Mm -hmm. um, which is definitely safe for your skin. Okay. Um, and then I also use like the candle vendor we get it from. It'll tell you on the packaging if it's only safe for candles or if it's safe for skin, body and candles. Mm -hmm. So we try to use the one that's safe for everything. And then um, we actually had a masseuse at our two-year anniversary party, and mm-hmm. she was, like, taking the wax, pouring it in her hand, and massaging it into oh, people's wow. skin. And it did great on everybody. No yeah. one had, like, a bad reaction to it. Okay. I would definitely say it's safe. And, of course, the soy is always clean. We don't use any dyes mm-hmm. in our candles, and I'm very strict about that. Yeah. Like, people ask us all the time, like, would you ever, you know, put dyes in it just to make it prettier? And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. That is not what I want. I want it to be clean burning. I want it to be completely pure besides like the fragrance that we add. And we have to make sure that it's safe for skin too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But we don't have a lot of people that actually put the candle wax on their skin. Uh-huh. But I know that it is safe to use on their skin. I had never heard of that term before until she sent the question in. I was like, that's so interesting. Yeah, they have candles that people, I think they turn into like massage oils too. Mm-hmm. Like they do have those, but I don't have any of those. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know how 
to make that into like a massage oil. Okay. But I do know that the soy is safe. Okay. Now, as far as the Bath and Body Works, um, I don't really know if theirs are soy or not. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of the major, you know, places they use beeswax or paraffin wax in theirs, mm-hmm. and I probably. I mean, I think those burn faster. Okay. But they hold dyes better. Gotcha. Like a lot of those candles are dyed. Yeah. And the soy wax doesn't really dye as good as those. So I don't really know what those are made of. I have not bought a Bath and Body Works candle in probably five years. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't plan to. <laughs> I know they <laughs> have like the three week sales and everything. Yeah. And, and, you know, my coworkers love them. And mm-hmm. I don't, you know, tell anybody they can't buy anybody right. else's candles, of course. But um, I don't really know as far as, like, what they're made with to say if they're safe or not. Yeah. But buy 12th and Viv. Don't buy Bath and Body Works. Period. <laughs> that is it. Her last question was, um, some people associate smells with memories. Mm-hmm. So are your scents associated with certain memories that you have? And if so, what's a scent that you've made that's associated with your favorite memory? Um, I would say... I don't know if it's like a favorite memory or not, but my relaxed candle I made last summer mm-hmm. had like lavender, rosemary, peppermint, and eucalyptus in it. And it always took me back to being in school in mm-hmm. the spa that we had to work in. Okay. And it, it just brought back a lot of memories, you know, that were nostalgic for me. Um, and also the weekend candle always reminds me of my grandmother. So um, it's kind of floral and that just always put me in the mind of the different perfumes that she would wear. So... But I do have a lot of people, like, even at the women's show that we just did, mm-hmm. they will smell certain things, and they're like, oh, my God, this reminds me of Dad. You okay. know, it reminds me of the time that we did this. And, yeah. you know, a lot of people actually said that to us. So mm-hmm. we try to make sure we have, you know, things that we evoke a memory for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. That's so sweet. So that was the, those, uh, that was the last of our listener questions. Sorry, I'm stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> so um, thanks, y'all, for sending those questions in. And I have a few more questions before we get out of here. Um, so why is it so important for you to create products that will help people smell and feel good? Um, I think it's just about, you know, making people feel good in general. Mm-hmm. Like if I have something on that I know smells good, like I feel more confident walking mm-hmm. around throughout the day. You know, I'm getting complimented by people and that just makes people feel good yeah. in general. Um, and I feel like, you know, just certain smells are just relaxing to yeah. you. They just make you feel good in the end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I come home and, you know, I light me a candle and I'm having a hard day, that's just going to encourage me to, you know, just sit down sometimes and just try to relax. Or mm-hmm. sometimes I'll light it when I'm cooking and it'll make me, you know, just feel good about trying a new recipe. I mean, and it sounds corny, but... I feel like they just do that sometimes yeah. for you. I mean, they just they just give you a feeling, mm-hmm. you know, that sometimes man, I don't feel like I feel like crap today. Yeah. Go home, light me a candle and, right. you know, send me some wine and mm-hmm. and chill out. Wow, so. me. <laughs> <laughs> Finish me a whole bottle off real quick. Okay. But <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, you know, smelling good and feeling good, like even like the butter makes you feel soft. It just, you know, makes you feel a little different. You don't feel ashy throughout okay. the day. And you smell feel good. Ashy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm big on smells, like perfect. Perfume, mm-hmm. like all of that. Like and I, I want to smell good. And I'm actually, I hate perfume. Do you? Which is the funny part. I don't like anything that smells like super strong and perfumey. Mm-hmm. And I have a friend that wears them and she smells amazing. Mm-hmm. And they just don't do that for me. Okay. I just like to put on a butter or oil that makes me smell and yeah. feel good. And I just like to, 
not overpower my own natural scent. Mm-hmm. I just like it to just compliment me. I don't like it to just take over the way I feel. Yeah. Because, and it, it starts to give me a headache sometimes. Okay. I just like it to compliment me instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, overpowering. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm like spraying it and then walking through. <laughs> but, you know, it works for some people. Like I said, it smells amazing mm-hmm. on her. And I just don't feel the same when right. I put it on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? Um, well, first, I want you to describe what that even means, means for me. Um, so for me, you think of the term when people say damsel, they think of damsel in distress, distress. right? And so I'm like, that's not me at all. Mm-hmm. And damsel, I feel like has such a negative connotation because it's always associated with that word. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. But it literally <laughs> means just a young woman. That's what the definition of it means. So if you look up synonyms, just like young lady, woman, Mm -hmm. young, fresh, like that's what the word means. And so for me, it's just me navigating my space, being that young woman in Mm -hmm. Detroit. So that's kind of whatever that looks like for me, Mm -hmm. like being professional, being happy, being, you know, going out, whatever. So I think for me, it. Like I said, for years I had no direction at all, and I would it would make me sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And now that I kind of know what I'm doing, and I feel like a young woman in Detroit that is kind of making a difference, and I'm getting my name out there, and you know I'm providing a product for people that make them feel good too. Mm-hmm. It does give me a lot more confidence than I used to have just as a young twenty year old just growing up in Detroit. Mm-hmm. I was just a party, not a party girl, but you know I would just go out every now and then yeah. and kick it and you know drink and my mindset has completely changed from the girl I used to be so I feel like now I'm a mom that mm-hmm. makes a difference um I have a brand now that's at this point kind of international right so it, it just it, it it's instilled my confidence like I'm way more confident than I used to be and I still suffer from like really bad anxiety and okay. sometimes I go through my depression mm-hmm. but I still feel like you know once I get out of that funk and I start to tell myself that I mean more, mm-hmm. it does make a difference. And I feel like I am making a difference in the city. Yeah. Especially when we sold our products, you know, at 1441 downtown. Yeah. A lot of people bought it. And now it's at Detroit Foundation Hotel. And mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm a part of the city now. You right. know, my products are in Detroit. Yeah. You know, and everybody's getting their hands on them. And it, it makes me really feel good. See, that was a perfect answer. (laughs) And the last thing before we leave is where can people connect with you on social and on the web? Um, So my personal Instagram page and Twitter is Darylynn. It's D-A-R-E-L-Y-N-N. And then the social media for our business is 12th and Viv. Um, We're only on Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't gotten to Twitter. That's like my personal space. Right. (laughs) When I get into Twitter, I can... Say what I want. Of course, I can't say everything that I yeah. want because I have a business now. Mm-hmm. It's not like how I used to be. <laughs> but um, it's just one, two, T-H-A-N-D-V-I-V. And then our website is 12thandviv.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Thanks for so you did me. great. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks, you guys, for listening. And as always, I want you to remember that Detroit Girls do it better. And we will be back next week. All right. See you guys.